Hey, hello there, everybody, and welcome to our Frozen Frontier prequel. And Sean is going to be playing Ferris today, and he's going to be the focus of today's entire session. So don't worry about the other three players. They're not dead. We're just taking a look back in time at how Ferris became the person he is today. Or at least one of the influencing events in his life. I mean, they might not be alive. I am kind of old. How old are, is Ferris? Uh, right now, he's like 15, so this is 30 years back. Okay, so this is quite a while ago. Yeah. So in-game, in the, the main storyline, Ferris is like 45? Uh, yeah, 44 or 45. I can actually pull my sheet really fast. I should do that. <laughs> All right. Um, there are a few questions that we need to get out of the way right away that I don't have answers to, but we need answers to. Mm -hmm. uh, like, what is the name of your hometown? Oh, that's a that's a great question. Uh, oh, God, I don't know. You have such weird names for all the places in Drekus. Uh Yeah, but it could be some sort of little village somewhere. You don't have to, it doesn't have to be a major town. It probably should be some small little village off in the corner of mm -hmm. uh, things. Yeah. Um, hmm. Oh god, names? I'm bad at names, Neil. All right, this well, is why... how, how is, what's your mother's name? <laughs> you're, you're asking like that's better. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh god, names are probably like the bane of my existence when it comes to RPGs. Okay. Just name these things for me. I trust you on this one. All right, you come from the town of Ditchwater. Perfect. A little village. Uh, and your mother is named after Martha, the goddess. So your mom's name is Martha. Cool. Okay. Isn't that the uh, the same one as the superhero movie that just came out, the Batman versus Superman? I don't know. Like... Was there a character named Martha in there? <laughs> yeah, isn't Superman's like name Martha, and then Batman's uh, mother's name is Martha? And then, like, Batman's going to kill Superman. He's like, tell Martha I love her. And then he's like, oh, my God, his mom has the same name as me. And then he can't kill him anymore. I it was a bad the, movie. I didn't <laughs> see the film. <laughs> but apparently, Batman's mother is Martha Wayne. Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it was a bad movie. No, don't, <laughs> don't worry about it, Nick. It was, a, it was a shitty movie. You're not missing anything. I, that's why I barely remember it. It was not worth paying attention to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and how you got to the point before the story starts? Because we're starting the story with you on your own after your mother leaving you. Yeah. Um, let's see. So Ferris probably like grew up probably like a little bit on the outskirts of this town, like the small village, like maybe, you know, five minutes out of the village. So he's not like mixed in with the population, really. He, uh, he just kind of grew up a little bit in isolation from them. Uh, raised by his mother alone, and then eventually he just, he learned how to hunt, he's kind of become a little bit more self-sufficient, and he woke up one day and his, his mom was just kind of gone. Uh, she left her saber that she, that she always traveled with, she left that as, like, a, a gift for him, but there was, like, no goodbye or letter or anything, she just kind of picked up and left one day. Wow, and, uh, so literally just waking up and... Yeah. Mom's gone. Yeah. Okay, uh, so how long before, how long ago before the events of this campaign or today's session was that? 
Have you... uh, probably just like a day or two. That's what I was thinking for like why this would happen. Like he, he just kind of woke up, like made breakfast and he made way too much food for breakfast. Mm-hmm. And just kind of like, you know, reality sort of set in. He's like, I got to get out of the house. I got to I gotta go find something to do. He wants to find something to occupy his mind with. Okay. Uh, and you said you're about 15 years old right now. So what is your yes. position in this little village? Uh, do you have friends? Are you going to school? Are you, were you homeschooled? Is schooling not a part of your education? Yeah, I think she taught. I think his schooling was mostly like his mom teaching him about elven culture and history mm-hmm. was most of it. Um, in the village, uh, he probably does the hunting. Honestly, at that point, like he, he's probably been practicing and training to become like a hunter and gather food for the village. Like, he doesn't. He's mo- he's fairly isolated, so there's only a couple humans in the place where he really has any sort of interaction with them mm-hmm. but uh yeah it's probably hunting at that point like i would imagine just kind of goes all in on that skill okay. okay and you said she left her saber behind yes it was like her her saber that she traveled with and she left it behind and you just kind of found it uh do you have a a bow of your own or is that yeah something that she took yeah with we her? probably we probably made one honestly since i was going out hunting so that means you've got uh, a saber, which you are yes. proficient with at this point, or specialized with at this point. You are pretty young. Um, I could go with either. Yeah. You know. Uh, you know, specialization might help make the mechanics of this this session a little bit easier. But I think but for, for maybe story reasons, why don't we have you start without a specialization? Sure, uh, I could do proficient with a saber and proficient with a bow. Yeah, that sounds great. And then great. nothing with a uh, with a kopesh right now. Right. Um. And you probably don't have any armor as a hunter, right? There's not a lot of there's not a lot of people killing you or attacking you. They're sure. probably just your normal clothes. Could do that, or like for armor, either way. Yeah, or maybe some sort of like a leather jerkin that you wear that could give sure. AC thirteen. All right, I can do that. Yeah, some sort of like leather outfit to keep you yeah, protected like from the maybe, bushes. Probably and yeah, probably not as hardcore as his uh, his winter gear, but he might have something. Yeah, you know, doesn't want to get like gored by a boar when he's out in the woods, and right. And you don't want to like walk, have to walk through a, a blackberry bush and get all prickled and stuff. So you need yeah. something to help you out. Okay, cool. And in the village, do you have any friends, uh, or are you just kind of a uh, mostly a loner? Would be would be my guess. Like he kind of grew up around humans, and he only knows a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like a little bit isolated, I guess, most of his life. So uh, let's jump in. Let's bring down the nice, peaceful music and bring up the town music. All right. Uh, so it is a fairly regular day in this mm-hmm. little town, except for the fact that uh, your mom disappeared, totally left you, Just vanished a couple days ago. And uh, what what have you been doing in the... 36 to 72 hours since she disappeared. Um, probably trying to stay as busy as possible. Like, doing, like, really hard work, trying to keep his mind off things. Just kind of, like, trying to uh, work until he's too tired to really think about it. And just kind of go into the next day. Well, it is the next day when you start hearing the, the church bells in town go crazy. They just okay. start ringing left and right. Yeah, um, I mean, I... I think he's smart enough to react to that like anybody else. He grabs like his sword and his bow, uh, mm-hmm. probably like takes a minute to get his armor on and starts running for the church. Okay. You come into the little village to see everyone kind of gathering around the church. 
uh, as things start to get quiet a little bit. Standing up on a, a small little platform outside the church where people would kind of give speeches or if there's some sort of town meeting that needs to be held, that's the, the standing platform, the, the soapbox. Uh, there is the village elder. He's this older man, uh, somewhere in his late 60s. He's kind of short, kind of scrawny, and has a is known for being overly cautious, maybe even borderline timid. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name is Dingus. Uh, and uh, he's there with uh, a family next to him, uh, a husband and wife. I would very much like you to make me a charisma check at this point to see if you can recognize who the husband and wife are. All right. Give me like five seconds because I forgot to hit join game after Frozen Frontier. That two-step process. Log in, join game. Yeah. All right. Plus eight for me. 16, probably, probably not. Uh, yeah, you're looking at these people and you're like, I, I should know them. They live in town, but mm-hmm. oh, who knows? Uh, anyway, so as everyone gathers up and as the, the town quiets down to hear them, Dingus says in his kind of crackling voice, People of Ditchwater, we have a, a problem. Jonathan and Margaret, please speak up. Uh, and the parents, the, the adults here, step up to the soapbox uh, with kind of wild and desperate eyes. They look around and say, uh, our daughter, little Phoebe, they say, kind of motioning to a, a smallish person, was captured by goblins. The, the mother's voice cracks and she looks away. The father pulls out of a little pack at his hip a small, greenish, oily hand uh, and says, uh... This, this is the hand of one of the goblins that took our little girl. Our our loyal dog, Jack, managed to rip it from the beast before he died, but... God, they skewered him and, and took her. Whole crowd is it, is yeah, silent. people just kind of like murmuring. Yeah. Um, hmm. um, after a moment, they say, we, some, we need to form a posse or something and, and, and go fetch her. Uh, And immediately, the kind of big, strong man in town, a guy by the name of Tyrone, he's in his late 20s or something. He's like 6'4", 200 pounds, maybe 220, but he's like buff. He's Mm -hmm. very strong. He's also kind of an aggressive, uh, loud, braggart, mean-spirited sort of guy. Yeah, I know. Like uh, Tyrone the Indestructible. We all know him. I don't know that. I was thinking Tyrone the Tyrant, the <laughs> no. kid's book about the dinosaurs. No, no, no. no. I, I just, I always like to add fun, uh, fun titles. Mm. Oh, okay. he's, yeah, he's, he's the Indestructible. Yeah. Got uh, he's got these large, bold tattoos on his biceps, on the back of his shoulder blades, which you can always see because he walks around without his shirt most of the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's got his name across his knuckles, his... Uh, right fist has T-Y-R across the three middle fingers, and his left fist has O-N-E across them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Ferris is probably feeling pretty, um, uh, what's the word for it? Not the exact opposite of cautious. I feel like he's kind of in that in that kind of head state where he's going to dive in to a lot of risky s- scenarios. So he probably walks forward as quickly as this Tyrone guy, mm-hmm. and they both walk to the front pretty quickly. Okay. 
Tyrone, you guys are walking to the front quickly, but he's bigger and stronger and louder, and he immediately says, I volunteer to go fetch the little girl. Me, being the biggest, the strongest, the smartest, and the best in this village, will save her. Looks around very satisfied with himself. Yeah. And I, uh, <laughs> probably not getting the social cue, Ferris Chemson. I will go with him, make sure that he's safe on the journey. Uh, the crowd moves around a little bit, and everyone looks towards you, this social outcast whose mother abandoned him. I think mm. by now the word has spread throughout town that, oh, you, yeah. you know, that something's up. Uh, and they start to whisper. Tyrone takes a look at you, looks you up and down. How tall are you? Oh, God, I think I'm, like, pretty normal size. 5'7". Okay. So pretty tall for an elf, actually. Yeah. This guy's 6'4", so he's oh, a yeah. good, you know... Four and five. He's a good nine inches taller than you. Yeah. I mean, I am uh, he, still 15, so maybe I'm kind of like looking a little bit worried when he gives me that look. And I just mm -hmm. say, I, I, I don't think I could best him in a melee, but I'm, I'm a good shot with a bow. I could keep him covered if he, if he faces a large group. <laughs> you little one. Oh, you couldn't hurt a fly. Don't. You just get in my way. I've killed three boars this week. <laughs> oh, he's got spirit. For a semi-human, you know what I mean. Uh, as the rest of the crowd laughs at you for being mm -hmm. called a, a semi-human, the village oracle, Helga, this kind of weird out there girl or woman, mm -hmm. uh, she's in her late 50s, maybe early 60s. She lives in the woods. She's got like sticks in her hair, wild untamed makeup of like blacks and greens and browns uh, with like a hunched over posture and always carrying some weird little like trinkets in her hand. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's little eyeballs, sometimes it's beaded jewelry, all sorts of weird stuff. Steps forward, claiming, wait, wait. It is by the will of the gods that this child has been taken. If anyone were to go after her, they would be bringing upon themselves a most terrible curse. I think, <laughs> I think Ferris. I, I don't think I ever mentioned a game, but Ferris is uh, not not a believer in in the gods, and he kind of uh, he just says. Save your curses. We shouldn't leave an innocent child to die at the hands of goblins. Mm. Watch what you wish for, young one. You may find yourself dead or worse. You will be doomed if you undertake this journey. The child is a sacrifice. You can see Tyrone kind of frowning and trying to take a few steps back and blend into the crowd, but of course he's, you know, 6'4 and stands out well above everyone else. Uh, as the crowd murmurs, Dingus takes the stage again and says, well, I wouldn't want to go against the gods. Tyrone, my grandson, please, please, stand down. Maybe, maybe we should send this someone less valuable to the village. Without your hard work, we would we would surely be lost. Is there someone else, maybe? Willing I think Ferris to... kind of kind of like bites his tongue a little bit at someone less valuable, and then kind of looks at the uh, the parents of the they, of this this kid. They are terrified. Their nine year old daughter is gone. Mm. 
Okay, I think at this point, Ferris is just kind of like walk past the crowd and just walk up to the parents directly and ask what direction the goblins went. Uh, the father turns to you and says, they they went north, and he hands you the goblin hand mm -hmm. as if it's somehow supposed to help you on your journey. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, if nothing else, it's a good snack. <laughs> this is where the cannibalism begins. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, think, I think it's always been there. Oh, God. <laughs> Um, the rest of the village is murmuring back and forth to themselves, uh, seemingly forgetting you and the parents, you know, talking about the, the dreadful curse that could be brought down. And, oh, no, we can't send Tyrone. He's so strong. And how are we going to plow the fields? You know, that ox is such a pain in the ass. You really need a strong person to steer him in the right direction. And uh, everyone seems to forget you mm -hmm. and Jonathan and Margaret, Phoebe's parents, in the moment. Uh, Margaret, Phoebe's mother, looks to you uh, a little bit worried and says, "Are you? Do you really think you can find her? There were, there were at least five goblins." I'm, I'm one of the best shots in the village. From a good vantage point, I could probably take a few out before they even reached me. She nods. I, I can't make promises, but I can do what I can. She takes a scarf from around her neck and hands it over to you. I, I, I don't don't have much, but please, as a, a token of my appreciation. Yeah, he takes it and says, "Thank you." And then, uh, which way do you say they went again? North. North. Okay. Uh, I I can show you to where they they killed my dog. Excellent. I'll I'll start following them from there. Okay. Do I already have tracking as proficiency? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so they lead you back to their village. The kind of sounds of the, the people arguing fade mm -hmm. in the distance. Apparently no one notices that you left or they noticed and no one wants to step in or say anything because the, the village square keeps the population hurriedly arguing about goblins and what it might mean. Uh, Jonathan and Margaret take you to their farmhouse, which is on the other side of town from yours. I think you mm -hmm. live on the south side. They live on the north side. Okay. Might explain why I don't even recognize them. Yeah, and they they show you to where their dog Jack has been just left where he died. There's a, a goblin spear sticking out of it. It's got a, a crude bronze tip on it. Makes basically like a, a lump of bronze that has been pounded into something, you know, spearhead shaped, but not particularly well, mm -hmm. uh, and attached to a not quite straight shaft uh, with just a little bit of uh, leather. Uh, you can see the dog still has greenish goblin blood running down his chin. Or maybe it's, you know, starting to soak. Uh, it's soaked into his fur. Mm -hmm. And there are drops of blood and a clear trail leading through the high grasses to the north. Okay. Uh, even though I probably am not good at tracking by scent, I think Ferris probably thinks it'll uh, it'll look impressive if he, like, you know, smears off a little bit of the goblin blood and sniffs it to try and get their, like, get their scent mm -hmm. and starts to follow them into the woods. It's wretched smelling. Mm -hmm. It almost makes you gag. It's the sort of scent stench that you feel like will permeate and ruin clothing. Kind of like cigarette smoke. Like that sort mm -hmm. of permeation, but of course smelling like goblin blood. Okay, I uh, think Ferris thinks twice about uh, cooking the hand. Yeah. And yeah, he just uh, he starts following them north into the woods. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan and Margaret don't call out to you. They don't follow you. They just kind of stand behind and mm -hmm. watch as you walk away and head into yeah, the Yeah, and I uh, 
I, I actually stop for a second and say, how long ago was this? Less than an hour. Maybe Very an well. hour at most. Very well. They shouldn't have gotten too far then. And I turn back and start to head into the woods. Um, the trail is fairly clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm still going to make you roll a tracking check. Good. But yeah, there should be some serious advantages. Um, I'm going to say there are... Thick brush, vines, or reeds, so it should give you a plus three. That would be a success. <laughs> and every two creatures since in the group, there are at least five, so another plus two on top of that. Okay, so then I do pass. Okay, so yeah, 18 plus a bunch of things, you're fine. Yes. Um, the trail is, you know, there are a few moments where it looks like you're going to lose it, but you, you keep it in sight the whole way mm-hmm. through. Uh, yeah, like... Not not quite following the footprints, but I find like some broken branches and twigs and stuff, and I just go, you know, mm. thankful that there's so much, uh, so much like just like brush and things to uh to follow here. Yeah. Start going through. Uh, the trail keeps kind of heading north and then curving to the east a little bit, where you know that there's a, a large river, kind of near the the foot of these hills. Uh, I mean, the river's maybe not that large, but it's a deep canyon. Maybe mm-hmm. 30 feet across, maybe 20 feet deep or so, and it's just like a, a big raging river down there. There are only a few places where you can pass it. Um, these footprints, this track, appears to be leading to the, the one good bridge. The other places are fords, you know, a few miles upriver and a few miles downriver. Take you hours mm-hmm. to get there, um, but that they're, the only, they're the only other places that would be crossable. Um, okay, so the bridge seems like the only viable way forward. Right, and these tracks are looking like they're heading straight for the bridge. Okay, so 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 the ridge is perpen or the the river is like perpendicular to me then, and there's like a little canyon that uh, drops down into it. Yes. Okay, I got it. I, I assumed I was like going alongside it for a second, but that that makes more sense. Yeah, it's more perpendicular. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Um, and you find yourself standing. At this bridge. Uh, the only yeah. problem is uh, there's somebody there as well. Yeah, there's that's a... what I was going to try and like move up to it slowly, like peer down, see if there's anything in the river, and like just you know not, not immediately go running across this bridge. Right. As you come into view of the bridge, you see there's a man standing there. He's wearing this uh, kind of tattered leather armor with little scraps of metal on his shoulders, or you know, mm-hmm. the leather's been patched up with a piece of plate here or there. So oh, this, this mismatched Lingus? armor. <laughs> no, it's not Lingus. Uh, but I, if I had the forethought, it might have been. Uh, he's got a, a sword at his side, a short sword, and is kind of just leaning on the bridge. He sees you coming towards him and doesn't make a move. Okay. He keeps looking at you. Yeah, so I think I like duck into the bushes for a second, and he's just kind of like looking at the bushes where I'm sitting, and after mm-hmm. a couple seconds I sort of becomes apparent I'm, I'm not getting anywhere by hiding, so I I get up and start to walk toward him and say, Hey, old friend, uh, do I recognize this guy? Give me a charisma check. Sure. Uh, eight for me. <laughs> no. I've never seen him before in your life. I, I slobber down my chin a little bit as I shout out, Hail friend. Yeah. And, uh... I say, tell me, are you are you following goblins? I've been tracking them through these woods. He doesn't say anything. 
He keeps his stance on the bridge. Okay, I'll uh, I'll walk a little bit closer to him. Wait, 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 hold on, wait, wait. I I, I start to take a step, and then I I kind of think for a second. And is this guy like moving around? Uh, yeah, he's he's visibly alive. He okay. looks like he's chewing on something, um, and he's definitely leaning, but his foot's tapping up and down. He he's a living person. Okay. He's on the bridge. Yes. Uh, do you see the map? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I just pulled it up, and that's okay. why. Okay. So I'll probably head to, like, the start of the bridge, but I don't want to go onto it yet. Okay. And I say, what you brings you out here? You can token as you please. Oh, yeah. Go right there. I say, what brings you out here? Or I could go right there. That'll work. Uh, that's far enough there, little guy. This is a, a toll bridge, don't you know? Says is it? A, a bit of a smile on his face. Uh-huh. Uh, recently issue ordered direct from the king himself. Nobody oh, crosses this bridge that doesn't pay up a a silver, two silver, across the bridge. Okay. Do I have any money at all? No. Okay. So I, I say, I don't have any money on me, but I'm I'm hunting important quarry, and I pull out this goblin hand from my pack. And I say, it's imperative that I cross this bridge. Goblins passed it not long ago. Well, that might be the case. And, uh... Huh. Uh, come, come a little close. Let me see that hand. He starts yeah. to take a step towards you. I'll, I'll get a little bit closer, and then I'll toss it to him. Like, I, I toss it to him before, he, uh, before he's within, like, five feet of me. And uh, he, actually, I'll probably move up a little bit so that we meet a little bit more halfway, if that's cool with you. Like, sure. I was going to go right about there. Yeah, so then he's more like that. Um, so he takes a look at the hand, turns it over, sniffs it, and just chucks it over the side of the bridge. Yeah. Ugh, definitely goblin. Well, there, boy, I suppose if you're hunting goblins, you can... What's wrong with your ears? My ears? Yeah, you deformed or something? You, uh... No. child? No, I'm part elven. disabled? Oh. Gives a spit On my mother's the... side. Gives a, a spit towards the ground. Yeah, well, like I was saying, two silver to cross the bridge. Okay. So... I don't... Ferris doesn't really have time for this, so I'm gonna... He'll, he'll like, take a step forward and says, fine, I... I don't have silver, but this should this should do just as fine. And he starts to like reach into his pack and walks up to this guy. I'm gonna try and grab him and throw him over the side of the bridge. Ooh. Okay. Um, That's why I wanted to meet him a little bit more halfway so that he could fall into the water and why not die. Why don't you give me a D10 to see if you surprise him? He is surprised on a one, two, or three. Nope. No. Okay. Uh, so he's not too initiative. terribly surprised. No, you you still get to the attack off first. It's okay. still an ambush of sorts. Okay. Um, but so just make a make me a grab attack plus, at him. Uh, do I get? Is there like a dex bonus for grappling or anything like that? No, it's just a works. straight attack roll. All you need to do is hit his AC ten. Uh, oh, okay. Got yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> so you make a wild lunge for him, and you see that missing board right in front of your token. Yeah, your foot steps right in there, uh, and you like topple towards him. He takes a, a couple of steps back as you fall flat on your face, mm -hmm. uh, and then. Gives you a chuckle. <laughs> Boy, you want to pull something like that? You're going to... Well, 
You're going to need a little bit more luck on your side. Now, the price just went up from two to five silver. I have no quarrel with you, Sir Knight, but I must cross this bridge. A villager's life depends on it. Surely the king would not mind if we go about saving citizens. Sir Knight. <laughs> you make me laugh. All right, four silver for you. You're a funny one there, kid. I think you misunderstand me. I carry no wealth. Barely any of my village do. We're not... We're not well, flush enough to pay then you in silver. Well, it seems like you're in a bit of a bind. I hear there's a, a ford to the north. Why don't you go walk around that if you can't afford the toll? Very well. And Ferris will start to walk back a little bit. Okay. And then he pulls out his bow and shoots this guy. All right. Uh, so as you start to pull out your bow, that's where we roll initiative. Because <laughs> uh, he sees that happening. And uh... Uh, yeah, I can't really move further than this, but like I right. wanted to go a good to to the point where I could at least get a shot off before he reaches me, and then switch to my my saber. Um, so give me a distance in feet or yards. Uh, are we moving in yards for this? Yeah, yeah. So uh, you you can move 120 yards in a round. Okay. So if I if I won the initiative, if I lost the initiative roll, and it was clear that I was not going to get a shot off before he reached me, could I just drop the bow and switch to my saber? Okay, so I'll, I'll just go back, like, 100 feet then and okay. try and shoot him from there. Right. Uh, so D10 for that initiative. Six. Um, plus weapon speed. He rolls oh, yeah. a, a nine, and I think short sword speed is three. So he rolls uh, it's a... seven for bow, so six plus seven, which is, I think he'll go slightly first. Yeah, so he goes at 12, you go at 13. Uh, so he takes okay. his short sword and he just starts running at you, okay, giving so a I'll, fearsome yeah. war cry as he does so. Got it. Uh, you can drop your bow or switch to your yeah. sword as he Ferris charges. is probably looking like he's trying to get a shot off to the last second, and then he just mm -hmm. immediately switches to the saber right before he gets there. All right. The man is in a full-fledged charge. He comes at you, stabs with his short sword, and just completely uh. misses you to the side. <laughs> And like Beautiful. runs past you a little bit with it with his charge before whirling around. Um, now on the other side of you, so I'm just gonna do. I know you guys are a lot farther away from the bridge, mm -hmm. but for yeah, for simplicity's sake. sake. Yeah. And then I'll go and turn around. Yeah. There we go. Uh, all right, and then I guess I'll take a swing back at him with the saber. Okay. Fourteen. You hit him hard. Uh, in and the then I'm side proficient, right? Not specialized. Correct. Okay. So that's gonna be D8. Uh, no damage bonus. Two damage. Beautiful. All right. You hit him for two, uh, and he his eyes kind of go wide for a moment as you draw blood from his side. Mm -hmm. uh, this clearly is not the outcome he was expecting from this encounter. <laughs> uh, let's roll initiative. All right. Ooh, One. he goes at 13. Okay, so for the saber, I believe that's plus... I forget. I always forget my Probably weapon speeds. Probably five. Uh, I'm pulling it up right now. Speed is five, so yeah, it's six total. Yeah. I keep forgetting to add that. Uh, right. I'm just going to roll that d20. Fifteen. Another hit. For eight more. All right. He doesn't have, even have time to recover from the first blow before your saber cuts into his side uh, enough that he just drops to his knees and bleeds out on the spot in a matter of awesome. seconds. Yeah, and within seconds, Ferris is uh, probably pulling out a dagger, one one that he had in the village but didn't have. Once he uh, once he left for Caldonia, and starts to uh, carve out a little bit of meat that he can that he can uh, prepare and eat later. Out of the human? Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, 
Okay. I was like, about he, to he ask not you... Like, I, I don't want to take time on it, but I want to, like, just carve out a little bit that I can use later. Sure. I, I was like going to say, this is probably snap. the first time Ferris has ever killed a person before. Mm -hmm. You've killed boars, you've killed yes. animals, but you've just killed a man. Yeah, uh, I think, um, like, definitely was not thinking about it at the time. And it's maybe dawning on him a little bit as he's, like, carving into this person. And it's kind of like he's starting to freak out a little bit, and then he, like, forces those thoughts out of his head and just keeps doing what he's doing. He takes a little bit of human meat um, and kind of, like, tries to push away how, like, exhilarating the experience of getting into that battle was and just uh, continues on past the bridge. So for for you, this wasn't a, like, a, a terrifying, no, life-altering no. moment. This is... Ferris, Ferris enjoyed that, like, eerily much, and he just kind of has that moment of, like, he forces the thoughts out of his head and continues on down the bridge. I think we're definitely learning a little bit more about who <laughs> Ferris is on the inside here. <laughs> um, okay. Well, your your token is yours. Okay. Um, and uh, you have a map to explore. Uh, let's see. Let me zoom out a little bit so that I... Slightly better field of view. So there's a ooh, there's like a little tent up there that I probably yeah. see once I get to about here. So I don't really want to approach it immediately. In fact, maybe I like go up to this tree and can I see it from here? Yes, definitely. Okay, so I'll like kind of hide behind a trunk or something, or if that's a bush, you know, like behind the bush, and I'll try right. to peer out and see what's going up on up at that tent. Uh, the tent looks old and tattered, but like it's been freshly put into place. You know, it, it's standing mm -hmm. firm and well, uh, but the materials are aged. Okay, uh, and then I'll, I'll wait for like a minute or two. Does there look like there's any activity? No, and it's not okay. that far from the bridge, so the sounds of combat would. Oh no, you guys were a hundred feet on the other side of the bridge, so yeah. who knows? Uh, oh, actually, on the other side of the bridge, do I pick the trail back up for where the goblins were headed? Yeah, uh, on the ground, you can see that there are kind of two paths leading here. Um, so when you get to the crossroads, you'll have to try and decide which way the goblins went. Okay. Um, hmm. uh, but the okay. little tent seems to be... Well, no one's come out of it yet. Yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start, like, sort of creeping up on this tent, trying to move nice and quiet, and uh, peer inside, like, just kind of, like, crack if there's like a flap to get in mm -hmm. those kind of like move it a little bit and peer inside and see if he sees anything sure why don't you put yourself where you want to be peering in from yeah where is it on the left side that entrance Oops. um i think the so entrances right are these like corner pieces okay so he'll Maybe. move up to uh probably like go up here and then start to like move up to here and i'll like mm -hmm. sort of slide along this wall right here and then kind of peer in through the flap Okay. Uh, you take a look in. This tent is sized for quite a few people, but mm -hmm. it appears to be empty at the moment. Uh, there okay. are some stones set in the middle of it in a circle as if it's going to be a, a campfire. Right, okay. but uh, Does it look uh, like there's human possessions in this thing? Yeah, there are okay. some possessions. They definitely look human or you know, not, not completely monstrous. Okay, so Ferris is going to move on before... Uh before whoever resides here comes back because I think they might be in league with that that man that I just killed on the bridge. Mm. Okay. And uh, I think I'm going to head north. 
like you, you mentioned that the, the tracks on like crossroads, so it probably like goes back a little bit, inspects mm. the crossroads, kind of has a, a juncture to make. Yes. Well, but, like, give me another I think he can see off into the distance check. a little bit. Okay. Um, yeah, with sure. the, let's see, plus two for occasional signs of passage, plus two for the creatures in the group. Okay. Um, so yeah, plus four on your tracking check. 35. Definitely. Uh, it's unmistakable. The, the footprints in the dirt go straight north, and then there are a few that cross back and forth east to mm -hmm. west over the goblin prints, but it's very Okay, so the goblin the... prints are obviously going north. Yeah, they're obviously okay. going north. So I'll head north toward this little barricade, and then you know, I'll, like, squeeze, I'll like, move up, and I guess I actually want to stay behind the barricade and like peer out, see if I see any signs of life beyond yeah. it. Yeah, the barricade's pretty paltry. You know, it's just some old trees that have been tossed over it. It's easy to climb, but it's definitely some sort of, you know, do not pass sign of, so, mm -hmm. you know, it's clearly designed to keep people out. Yeah. Symbolically. Okay, so there's no, I don't see any, like, goblins on guard or anything or on patrol. Uh, no, I don't think you see okay. anything at all. So I'll probably, like, move around this barricade and then squeeze through these two rocks right here. Mm -hmm. And then try and just, like, very quickly move up to, like, this tree up here where I can kind of get down and hide. Okay, so you come all the way up to the tree and uh, take a look out over this area. It looks fairly desolate. The, the trees and rocks in this area seem to be maybe stricken with disease or old or something because they're, mm -hmm. they're missing a lot of their... Uh, little pine needles and branches. Uh, it kind of just looks like this big, empty plain and forest mm -hmm. that goes all the way up to the foothills where there's a, uh, you know, kind okay. of a and cliff's is that, edge. Is that big thing up there, is that a ramp leading up or is that the entrance to a cave? That's probably too difficult to make that distinction from okay. your distance. Okay. Um... All right, so I think Ferris will probably just kind of creep along bushes here and look for the trick. Because he he, event, he he initially wanted to go up and find a place to hide, but he's going to kind of like creep around to the side a little bit and look to pick the tracks back up. Yeah, you pick it up right away. Uh, it continues heading north towards okay. the, the hillside. And I, I don't really know exactly where they are, but I'll do my best following them, like dodging from cover to cover. So like here and like behind this rock and like over to here and then up to here. And okay. I just try and like stay behind things at all times. Sure. Why don't you roll me a perception check, please? Sure. Uh, perception is decent for me. 14, yeah. 28. Ooh, very nice. So you take a moment to, to look around. And looking far to the north, you can see that that's definitely some sort of cave entrance. And mm -hmm. the tracks, while you can't make them out from here, do seem to be heading straight for that cave entrance. Okay. Um, this is a, a good time to talk about what you know of goblins in this area. They are reported. Occasionally, they cause trouble. Usually, they steal livestock. Mm -hmm. um, there's few actual battles between people and goblins, and this is the first you've heard of goblins taking a child. I mean, there's always stories about goblins stealing children, but this mm -hmm. is the first time that has actually it. happened. Yeah. Hmm. That's definitely a little bit weird. But I think Ferris is, you know, young and naive and probably buys into those stories a great deal still of, like, you know, goblins being child snatchers. Mm -hmm. uh, so he, he doesn't think too much of it. And he kind of, like, looks around all these, like, diseased, uh, you know, like, trees and stuff. And being part elven, he probably has, like, this, this hint of disgust in his, like, this taste of just foulness in his mouth looking at all this dead nature around him. 
Mm-hmm. And he uh, he starts to creep toward this cave with his bow at the ready. Okay. Um, well, let's get you to the mouth of the cave because with that perception check, you can definitely make your way there and realize that there's nothing in your way whatsoever. Awesome. Uh, there's no nothing threatening around here. You know, maybe a squirrel or a chipmunk or a scrub jay. Yay. All right, so I'll head up to the cave and kind of go off to the side a little bit, and then just kind of like go up to this and try and like peer inside, like okay. peek his head around the corner. Um, and I think this is going to be where we're going to take our first break. Awesome. Uh, when we come back, we're going to start exploring this cave and see what's in there. So we will see you guys on the other side of our break. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, hello, everybody, and welcome back to our Frozen Frontier prequel. So... Ferris has made his way all the way up to the the goblin cave. Yes. Yes. Um, so standing outside of it, I want you to tell me what you have seen of goblins. Have you ever met a goblin before? Are they have not. Like, heard of them if, by if I've, description? If I've seen one before, I probably saw one in passing out on a hunting trip one time. Mm-hmm. And, like, maybe we saw each other and both ran away. Or maybe, like, I saw him and just kind of watched while he did this thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've probably never, like, dealt with goblins before. Right. So today's the first day you've ever killed a person. And it's mm-hmm. the first day you're going to run into some goblins, probably. Yes. Uh, all of two days after your yeah. mother abandoned like, you. Yes, and... Ferris's head is kind of, like, swirling. And it's 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 kind of, like, nice and cathartic in a way. Because it's keeping his mind off, uh, off of uh, just ordinary life. Mm-hmm. It's kind of keeping keeping him. Uh, he, he was looking for something to occupy his mind with, and this is keeping him very occupied. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, here you are. So why don't we take <laughs> it a one square at a time, and mm-hmm. just see what happens. Let me know what yep. you're doing, what you're saying, what you're thinking. Yeah. So I'm trying to like move forward a little bit, and then just like poke my head out so that I'm like less visible and less likely to be spotted. I want to try and like peer into this cave and see what I can see from the entrance. Do it. All right. So could I like? Because I think my vision is based on where I move the token. Yes. Could and I like move out to here a little already. bit for yeah. vision? Yes. And then just say that I'm like right here, but I'm like lying sure. down and looking out a little bit. Uh, yeah. And you can look ahead into the darkness and make your own decisions on what you see. All right. So I, I start creeping forward a little bit at this point. And I kind of stay close All to right. the wall. Stop there for a there moment. There we go. <laughs> yes. At this point, you can hear... Some jabbering inside. Some argy-bargy. Yeah, and I, I, see, I see the outline of two two shapes. And I, I hear the goblin speak. And I, I immediately get ready to loose an arrow and fire it their way. Hey, okay. uh, You are still backlit by the light coming from the outside. They are in the darkness. Mm-hmm. But I think this is where we roll initiative right here. All right. Um. D10 plus 7 for the bow. 10. They go at 10 and 11. Alright, so I'm going to shoot at the one who's running, like, I guess faster at that point, the one who sees me first. The one yes. who's closer, I'm going to shoot right. at them as so he charges you, at me. you draw a bow, notch an arrow as the goblins come in your direction. Yes, so the one charging me uh, plus two ah! range weapons. Cries 18. Out. That is too big of a goblin. There we go. 18 <laughs> is definitely a hit. Um, and I think you guys both went at 10. Yes, so, so he'll he'll reach me and attack. Yes, even if you do kill him. Uh, please roll me. One damage. 
Alright, the goblin closes to you as your arrow pierces his lung uh, and makes a wild stab with his spear and just plummets into the ground as the goblin topples <laughs> over on top of his spear, driving <laughs> the arrow through his body and kind of out the other end. I, I rolled one damage. You said that I pierced his lung and I, I just kind of had to take a moment to sort of sort my, my thoughts out on that one. Mm-hmm. Black guy's definitely dead. <laughs> All um, right. The other goblin is responding to the, the death of his friend, his mm-hmm. best friend, the best man out of his goblin wedding, mm-hmm. uh, and gives a, a thorough charge in Barris's direction, uh, complete with his spear stab. Ooh, of 17 to hit. That will be a hit. Uh, yeah. I don't know if my AC is 12 or 13 with the armor, but that would make me 15 or 16 to hit, respectively. Ooh. Uh, let's say it's kind of weaker leather armor, so let's give it AC 12, okay. and then you have so high dex. 15. Yeah, yeah, so 15 is my Okay. AC. The goblin spear drives into you for three points of damage. Okay. Uh, a weak, but still damaging blow. Yes, I will go ahead and mark that. Um, so now you're in melee with a goblin, and you've got your mm-hmm. bow. You can make your second shot, but it'll provoke an attack of opportunity. No, 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 I'm going to pull out the scimitar and get ready for okay. next. So then let's roll initiative for the next round. I'm not. I'm not a fan of uh, firing in melee, as yeah. a DM or as a player. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see here. So D10 plus five. This 14. He'll probably go first. Um. He, you guys tie. He rolled oh. an eight and six. All right. So let's make those attacks. Goblin. Eleven. Thrusts at you with a 14 to hit. That is a narrow miss. I okay. just like duck my head out of the way of the spear. But uh, does the 11 hit? It does. These goblins are Ooh. unarmored. Perfect. D8 damage, he takes four. Uh, and survives. Alright. Okay. Uh, he makes his... Oh no, he already made his attack, so initiative. Uh, 11 for the <laughs> goblin. Um, oh, you should get two attacks last. No, you're not specialized. You no, I'm not specialized. Yeah, I'm only proficient. Uh, he makes another stab at you with an 11 to hit again, but it's no dice. Hit. Yep. And I will roll that. D20 plus uh, nothing. 10, so that should be a hit if they're unarmored. That is a strike. For another 7. Alright. You skewer the goblin, who falls to his knees beside his companion. Uh, you don't know if there's any more goblins in this cave, mm-hmm. but the sounds of combat here were fairly loud. Not, you know, overwhelming, but there's still definitely the sounds of people fighting and dying. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you going to do? Um... I'm going to drag these bodies out of the cave. Can I get, like, both one in each arm and, like, drag them both along the ground at the same time so I don't have to make two trips for it? Uh, Give me a strength check to do it. Sure. I've got 14 strength, so I might be okay. Nope. (laughs) Okay, so I'll do it one at a time. Yeah. And I'll drag these bodies out of the cave. Uh, And I want to get them, like, around the corner. I'm not trying to, like, move them far. I just want to get them out of the cave so somebody who comes and, like, takes a cursory glance down this hall isn't going to see two dead bodies laying on it. Like, closer inspection, we'll see blood, but, you know, you can only do so much. Sure, so you'll drag the goblins outside. Yeah. And then I will uh, go back to creeping down this hall a little bit. Hey. Uh, Your infravision will kick in, as it is right now. You'll be able to see up to 60 feet in the dark, um, but the vision dims, I think, starting 5, 10, 15, 20. Around 30 feet is when your vision kind of dims. So the first 30 feet are good vision, the last 30 feet are not so good. Okay. Um, here there is a ledge. You can climb up it. The goblins mm-hmm. were standing on it. It's about five feet tall. 
Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm even taller than it, so it shouldn't be too hard to pull myself mm-hmm. up. Yeah. I'll just kind of creep up a little bit, see. Like, I look there, I don't see anything, and I'm going to move over here and then, like, go around this corner and see if there's anything, and I see something. Yes, there's something around this corner. Okay, so I'm going to start creeping down here, because curiosity has taken me. Nope, it's just nothing. a dead end. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Neil, you need to you need to take a cue from Final Fantasy II and just make a dungeon full of doors into empty rooms. That's that Final Fantasy II. I watched Greg play it, and it was literally just him walking through dungeons, opening doors, and he'd walk into a room that was completely empty, and there'd be like twenty of those in a single dungeon. It was great, beautiful. Oh god, I love I love good level design. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to okay. creep up and pull myself up this ledge. Not seeing any other way forward. Not a problem. Easy to pull up. Okay. I continue to like look down. I don't see anybody down that hall, but I see that like I could be... Ooh, yes. okay. So I peer around there and I see something. Yeah, uh, there are some broken table... Well, not broken. There's um, some knocked over chairs, a little bedroll, mm-hmm. a small table with what appears to be very old playing cards. Some of them are even missing. Doesn't look like a full deck. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on them is the stench and slime of goblins. Okay. Interesting. All right, so I think I probably, like, wrinkle my nose a little bit at the uh, the smell of goblin that mm. inhabited this place, and then I, I just kind of, like, start creeping back down the hall. I figure that's probably, like, the guard, like, for Vertiver's Keeping Watch, one of them can rest while the other one does their job, but I don't mm-hmm. worry too much about it, and I, I continue creeping down these halls. I'm, Ferris is pretty thankful that it's always been like one long path going down and he's not like walking down one long path with like another one behind him mm-hmm. he's thankful for the linearity of this dungeon <laughs> making his life easier and he creeps down and does he eat his words at a sudden fork in the road no not yet okay okay good <laughs> he just kind of creeps forward a little bit more and now, now he eats shit for what he was saying just before. Yes. You can still hear the, the dripping of water all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you see these massive spider webs. Not, not quite cobwebs, but large, thick webs. A mm-hmm. little bit for you and a little bit to your left. You, like giant spider webs? Large, like big webs, you know. This area right here, okay. if that ping goes off. Does um, it look like the spider webs go down two paths and not a third? Well, what what does it look like to you? Oh, it's, okay, so it looks like there's a spider web going down that way, and I see a mummified corpse down there. That's nice. Um, God, I hate giant spiders. <laughs> All right, so Ferris... He's a little bit perturbed by this information, but he's going to stay the hell away from the left direction for now. And he's going to creep down the right. Actually, no, I hear I hear something, and I immediately take a few steps back. And some weird skittering on the ground. I don't know if you were playing something specifically in, a, in Discord um, or not. Yes, I am. Okay. I'm a little bit bothered by this, but, like, you know, it's not coming toward me. I don't really have much choice but going forward. Maybe I like maybe like takes a few minutes and he backtracks and like makes sure he didn't miss a path, but I'm pretty sure I didn't miss anything, so he, he eventually comes back. 
you know, kind of steals himself because he knows there's no way, no way around it, and he goes down the right path. Would always take the righteous path. Yes. Finds a dead end. Beautiful. Oh mm -hmm. wait, no. Yep. Okay. Yep. Dead end. A uh, complex of goblin tunnels awaits you. These all look very natural. Uh, mm -hmm. They don't look carved in any way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. So this web does it look like one web and then nothing else, or does it look like there's just webs all the way around back there? Hmm. Uh, try zooming in. That might help clear it up for you. Oh, okay. Yeah, it looks like there's some more. Um. So. Definitely does look like a mummified body at the back. Yeah, and I, I want to know, does it look like child-sized, or does it look like a full-grown adult? Well, each one of these squares is five by five. Mm -hmm. So it's a decent distance away. Yeah, but you can see how long the body stretches oh, across the... Oh, okay, so it looks square. like a full-grown adult then. Mm hmm. Hmm. I think I, I, Ferris files that in his check-back later options and then just go straight eh. and thinks better of it and goes up and starts hacking at this web with his saber okay curiosity is getting the better of him all right so your first hack with your saber cuts through some of the spider webs a few of them cling to it your second hack cuts through a few more but now you've got more webs clinging to your sword and it's kind yeah, of and if, it, if it's hard to get it. them off i'm gonna i'm gonna stop and kind of back up a little bit and like yeah. you know do what i can to get these webs off of my saber so as you're trying to scrape these webs off of your saber mm -hmm. uh lurking from coming from around the corner is uh probably your worst nightmare a very large spider kind of steps out mm -hmm. and turns towards you and at All this right, point is... we're gonna roll some okay. initiative um, right. Your sword is still slightly stuck in the web. It'll just take a strength check to break it off. Okay. But uh, we'll roll initiative to see how this goes. Uh, so just straight d10, I guess. Yes. Uh, this spider goes at... I can do math at 10. <laughs> okay, um, so I make my strength check. Which ooh. is a fail. And Ferris, and... Ferris is not giving up on the scimitar. He will die before he lets go of the scimitar. So he okay. uh, he clings to it. So have your All spider right. do its worst, Neil. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. The spider crawls easily through the webs up towards Ferris. Um, beady eyes looking all over you. Yeah. And reaches out. Am I able out... to make like a, a kick at it or something? Um... Yeah, I would say that your strength check doesn't take your whole round. You could make a, a kick yeah, at it. Yeah, so I probably just, like, kick at it when it tries to bite at me. So it's sure. just, like, opposed attacks. Yeah, go ahead and make an attack roll. 17. Ooh, you do indeed kick the large spider. Okay, is unarmed D3 or D2? Uh, boots, I think, are D3. Yeah. Okay. Actually, Two I guess damage. it's a, a huge spider, technically speaking. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, six feet across. Oh, okay. I think it's okay. showing When you said the... huge, I, there's like a thing that's actually a huge spider. Oh, right. And right. that's, that's, a, a, that's phase, the type F poison. A sword. Yeah, there's a bunch of these. There, there's one that's like a type F poison spider. That's It's just like a bigger version of the other spiders, but it's classed huge and it's type F poison. Mm. Oh, giant spider. That's it. Yeah. Because there's hairy, large, huge, giant, and gargantuan. <laughs> but the large spider is size small, the huge spider is size medium. <laughs> 
the giant spiders size large, and the gargantuans actually size large. Okay, so the gargantuans, <laughs> the uh, the deadly spider. I mean, they're uh, all deadly. Yeah, but... th this is just a huge spider. It's okay. medium sized. Not to metagame the information, but right. I, I know all the spiders from the monsters manual from heavy usage myself. Yes. All right. So you give it a kick as it reaches out with its fangs to bite you, but you, with your high dexterity, manage to keep away from it, still holding on to your sword. Uh, let's roll initiative. D10. Uh, I guess unarmed would be plus two, so... Um, uh, I think plus three? Oh. Oh, yeah, no, dagger's yeah. plus two and running's yeah. plus three, you're right. Yeah. Um, so the, I do... The spider end. goes before you, just barely. Okay. Uh, once again, reaching out with its fangs to bite you and missing. All right, so I make my strength check. Which is a pass this time. There you go. You... Can I make a swing at it with my saber? No, it's, it takes the round to rip the saber from the spider webs okay. and pull it free. Uh, the spider still hangs back in the webs, not coming mm -hmm. off of them to get you. So and... with my distance, then I'm gonna go back so that it can't quite reach me, but I can reach it because I've got longer reach than it when I have my saber out, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. So if it's not coming out of the webs, I'm gonna take a few steps back and then just kind of like hold it at range with the saber. Okay. Um, let's roll initiative again. All right. Oh, plus five, sorry. So 12. Okay, you said you took a step back or something? Yeah, like I, I want to keep it, like I want to be in range to stab at it, but basically I'm just trying, because you said it wasn't coming out of the webs. Right. So I think seeing that he's going to like just kind of stay a little bit back and keep it at range with this saber. Yeah. Uh, the spider stays in its web kind of hissing at you. Uh, mm -hmm. It's two front legs kind of dancing as if they're going to strike you or something mm -hmm. while it examines you, holding its action. Okay. Hmm. It's your turn. Uh, I'll probably never have a better chance. I take a swing at it. <laughs> right. 11. That's probably a miss on a spider. Uh, it is indeed a miss on the spider. Your sword whistles through the air, and as the it does so, the spider takes the opportunity to yep. leap towards you. <laughs> that should be the front. There we go. Uh, oh, God, with a three plus yes. two. No, three plus one is four. Oh, it's a terrible leap. In fact, the spider leaps over you. It, it hits you, the ceiling when it jumps. <laughs> perhaps you duck under it, and yeah. uh, it just kind of falls to the other side before it turns around to face you. It's yeah. now got you between it and the web. All right. Uh, but it's initiative round. Okay. That it goes at nine. It goes first. Okay. Uh, this time, it's just straight up charging. It's not attacking you. It's like trying to knock you into its web, which does yep. provoke an attack of opportunity from you. Uh, at uh, plus four to hit and damage. Plus four. Yes. <laughs> That's a crit. Oh! oh. Uh, you don't is that even... a double crit? Uh, it has AC 14, so yes, it is. It takes 15 from that hit. 6 and 8 is 14, so as the spider tries to push you into its web, you how, how do you bring it down in one blow? Uh, I think I probably like dodge to the side when it like tries to charge into me. Like it, It's pretty obvious when it's got you between it and its web that it mm -hmm. wants to get you in it, so he, he like jumps to the side, and like as it charges past, he just skewers it along the side of the scimitar, or saber. Right. The spider collapses to the ground in a twitching pile of legs and eyes. All right. Uh, and do I have, like, a torch or something? I don't have uh, items for my, my sheet planned out because it's, no. you know, 30 years uh, prior. Right. I think you I'm wondering don't if have I have, any Do I have, like, flint and steel or anything to make, like, fire with? 
Probably not, because you just okay. ran out of the house, right. talked to the yeah. people in the square, and I then figured. took off. Uh, did I see anything in, like, the like the goblins had a, a little area where they had, like, beds and stuff? Did they have any, like, flint and steel, anything to produce fire with? There was nothing sitting out, but there was that bedroll, and there were some <coughs> things lying around. You might be able to sort through it and find something, but there wasn't anything obvious when you were just looking. I still hear the sound of skittering spiders. It's playing in Discord. I'm wondering if I still hear it. Uh, or if you just forgot water dropping and your footsteps. Oh, I thought that was I thought that was skittering spiders. No, no, no. That, that's that's water dropping from the ceiling. <laughs> All right. Uh, so if I don't hear anything else from spiders, I'll, I'll, you know, I don't have any form of fire. I don't really want to backtrack all the way just to try and find some. So I'll start trying to somewhat quietly hack through this web and like clean the webs off whenever they start to stick. Sure. It is a slightly slow process, mm -hmm. uh, but you eventually make your way through that first section of webs. All right. I just want to check and see what is, I'm going to like rip open the webs and uh, see whose face it is. Um, for you is a human woman mm -hmm. in her 30s, maybe? Maybe early 30s, late 20s. Uh, you can't make out too many details because the rest of her body is wrapped in web, but mm. her face is very clearly desiccated, you know, as if she's already been drained by the spider. Okay. Uh, I'm going to, like, try and see if I can get her hair type and see if I can recognize her if, if she's from my village. Make me a charisma check, please. Nope. Still don't I, recognize I, anybody. You know, I, I might get through this entire campaign never succeeding on charisma check, and I'd be just fine with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Definitely a human woman, not your mother. Okay. As chat is suggesting it could be. Yeah. I mean, she's Elven, so it couldn't yeah. be. Yeah. Uh, the hair color is kind of a, like a, a rusty red, almost. Mm -hmm. Okay. And red hair is kind of uncommon. Like, yes, people definitely might uncommon. Recognize her. Okay. Yeah. So I meant I'll, I'll you know note that in my in memory banks as I'll write it out on Notepad really fast, and then I will uh, go back to going down the straight path. So rusty red hair. All right, and I will go back to going down that. I'll just go and turn because I'm facing this way, and I'm gonna start heading down this way. Okay. Uh, actually, do I see anything in this? I assume this is where the spider was. Do I see right. any like gems or jewelry or anything? Unfortunately, you do not. Okay, I go back to going down the path. <laughs> okay. All right. Eve is quiet, eerily so. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to keep my footsteps as quiet as I possibly can, take them nice and slow, so that I don't disturb anything. Fork in the path. Beautiful. Right, I'll head up this way. And I will take the right. I see like a bearskin rug, and yes. I immediately like take a step back and like get along this wall as much as I can and just kind of like slide along it. I can't move through that. Yeah. <laughs> I just like slide along the wall as much as I possibly can. I want to like peer around this corner and like see if I can see down here and see if there's anything of note. Uh, yes, there are many things of note. 
including a kind of swarming insects over what looks to be rotting food. And mm-hmm. as you step into the room, small rats kind of scurry and run for the, the corners away from you. Okay, so I, I take like another step. I'm peering around this corner. Is that a bedroll right there? Oh. All right, Ferris like pokes his head around as much as he can. It looks like a bedroll. Yeah. All right. There's definitely things like lying around. You know, there's like right. a hunk of food, but it's old and rotting. Mm-hmm. There's a, a bowl of porridge, probably left from a few days ago, with the insects swarming around it, little spiders crawling over it. Okay. So I'm gonna like carefully step around these rugs because they look disgusting. Mm-hmm. Or I guess they're not rugs; they're just. Well, I mean, it, it's a rug now. <laughs> Used to be and a I, creature. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I assumed that they were rugs, and then you said food, and I was like, oh, that's probably it. I can oh, go yeah. Around yeah. this way. It's probably little bits of flesh still hanging on one of the bear skins. Mm-hmm. And I'll just, I'm trying to, like, not step on any of these as though my life depends on it. And I'll, like, start moving around this room looking for something. Carefully avoiding all the pit traps hidden underneath the bear skins. <laughs> well done. Yeah. I mean, you never know. You, you step on some food and a spike comes flying up and skears you in the foot. And then your adventuring days are over. You never know. I already went here. Okay. So I don't see anything of note going down this way. Maybe I just missed something. I am, I am incredibly blind when it comes to visual gaming. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't see anything, so I start to head back and go down the, uh, the straight path. Okay. The big stalactite, stalagmite column before you, which should block your vision, but apparently I didn't doodle appropriately. Okay. Oh, From yeah. Here you... you can start to hear the voices oh, yeah. of Oh, goblins. yeah. Sorry. Let me. You said that was a stalagmite? Yeah, it's like a column where okay. a spot yeah. so I'll, I'll like get behind reached. it. I, I thought it was like a little geezer for a second, but yeah, if it's like big enough that I could stand behind it, I'll do that. Like Definitely peer around it. Uh, you peer around it, and you can hear the jittering of goblins from the other side. Okay. Um. So what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna get my bow ready. I'm gonna fire a shot at the first one I can see. And I'm going to move back down the hallway a little bit to, like, right here. Okay. Well, they definitely haven't seen you, so uh, yeah. why so don't I'll you make your around. attack? Yep. I'll give you, what is it, like, plus two for, is it plus one or plus two for surprise? I never remember. Uh, I think it's plus two for surprise, but I'll double check. It, yeah, I'm going to double check. I think check. it's plus one for, plan- for flank, plus two for back attack, and plus two for surprise, but I'm double checking right now. Um, let's see, surprise, morale, surprise is penalty of two, AC surprise is one. Okay. So a plus one to hit for surprise. Um, Also, they can't see you. It's the equivalent of you being invisible. So we'll just say it's a plus four to hit um, because it's as if you're invisible. Oh, okay. So they, they can't, even if they were looking, they wouldn't be able to see me. Well, they don't see you. Okay. They might so be, I think they might actually... be able to, but currently they don't. Okay, so what I'm going to do, so plus four for that? Yes. Okay, so plus three, plus seven. Uh, I think, hmm, if I'm if I'm catching them by surprise, I think he belays going back a little bit, and he's going to try and take a second shot before he starts moving back. All right, 15 but, uh, is a hit. All right, so that D6 comes out for one damage. A beautiful one point of damage yes. on the goblin. And I'll shoot the one on... I, I guess I'd probably see the one on the left first. I was going to say the one on the right, but I guess i go for the one on the left. Okay. Uh, let me get their HP rolls here. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, you said the one on the left or the one on the right? Uh, I figure it's probably the one on the left. Like, I see okay. him first. It's probably the easiest shot for me to make. Sure. Uh, you strike the one on the left mm-hmm. for a single point of damage. Yep. And then I get a second attack for the surprise uh, round. Yes. It is part, still part of the surprise round. The goblins are freaking out like, oh, my okay. God, there's something coming in here. I guess it's an ambush round. Let me roll for surprise as well. Okay. Um, they pass their surprise check, so you can finish the ambush round. Okay. So 26. That's a crit. That, that is a double, double crit. crit. You Triple? do clear by... No. You clear by 10. Okay. Oh, no. Well, you do clear by 15. Yes. Okay. It so is... 46. Uh, no damage bonus. So this one takes 17. Yeah. The arrow just hits it square in the throat. The goblin flies back a few feet uh, before collapsing to the ground right. in a pile. And then, yeah. So then I guess for the next round that's about to roll for it, he like stows his bow because he's probably out of time with that surprise. And he's going to grab his scimitar and he's going to get ready to back down the hall a few feet. Okay. Um, let's do some initiative. 12. Okay. Um, they go at 9, 15, and 18. Okay. So one of the goblins goes first. Starts coming towards you with his spear out, mm-hmm. closing the distance and stabbing at you with a 19 to hit. That's a hit. Uh, doesn't clear by five, though, right? Yes, does not okay. clear by five. All right. The goblin's spear penetrates your armor for a whopping four points of damage. Okay. Um, and then you go five. at 12. Yes. Uh, so when I was up against that stalagmite, did it look like I could squeeze through on the right, or does it just look too narrow? You would, you could squeeze through on the right, yes. It would a tight fit, though. Okay. Um, what I'm going to do then, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use a fighting withdrawal to go down to here, and then I'll get ready for the next round. Okay, so you withdraw back to there. In fact, I'll go one more down like that. Okay. Um... Interesting choice of action. Okay, the goblins. Hmm. And he can like follow me if he wants. I think that's the rule for fighting withdrawals. Is the the person yeah. can choose to follow. He doesn't. I okay. get. Okay, that's right. So the the goblins come over. Another one of them squeezes into this bit. Yeah, that's um, what I figured. And they stand there gibbering at each other and at you. Does he, like, move toward me? At all? No. Or you just kind of, like, gibbering? They, they stand there with their spears out facing you. All right. I say, do you speak common? Nothing. All right. I pull the dagger from my belt and I throw it at him. <laughs> oh, roll the hit. Uh, D20 plus two or three? I think it's three, actually, from this. Three. Uh, you're... No, two. Targeting the guy on the right, I take yes. it? Yes. So I chuck okay. my He's got some cover. Sure. Um, uh, what's the penalty? Let's see. I'm going to give him 25% cover, which is penalty of two to hit. Okay, so just flat D20 then. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Planks off the side, but the goal was mostly to get him, get the idea that he needs to move down this hall. All right. Uh, let's see what the goblins feel about... Okay. Uh, they will... Hurl, they're going to come at you. So let's roll initiative okay. for the next round because you were cool. kind of fighting at the range. 
Hmm. That's oh, slow. sorry, 14. Yeah, they go slower. You can. Uh, I guess you can ready to attack. For yeah, when I'm gonna he ready an attack for when he closes. He does. All right, so d20. That's a miss. You can that do is a, thing. a miss. The goblin comes up with a spear. Rolls to hit with a 13. That's a miss. Okay, close but no cigar. Yeah. Uh, another goblin comes in behind him, but it's cramped quarters, and they can really mm -hmm. only hit you one at a time here. Uh, give me an initiative. D10 plus 5. 13. Um, you beat the goblin by one. All right, so I go and roll my D8, or D20. Nope. Uh, no, now the rolls nope. are going against me. Nope, nope, nope. The other goblins back out into the darkness, back into whatever chamber is beyond, leaving you one-on-one -on -one with this guy, uh, who makes his attack at a three. Terrible hit. Yes. The two of you are having trouble in this narrow corridor. Yeah, I'm not I'm not used to having things so close on either side. I'm used to, like, long open swings with the, with the saber. Ferris yeah. tries, like, going for more of a thrust now. And yeah. sees how that works out for him. Oh. 11 initiative for the goblin, 7 for you. Go for it. D20. There we go. That's Get a hit. Get something off with a thrust. And he rolls 1 damage. It's okay. He has a 1 HP goblin. He crumples Beautiful. under the blow. Uh, in the back room, you can hear the frittering chatter kind of climb to a louder and louder. Okay. So, what I'm going to do, I'm going to pull out my bow. And I'm gonna move forward again. And if they're like back in the room, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a shot at them, and then I'll run back down the hall again. Okay. So should I go and roll an attack? Um. Yeah. That was <laughs> so a really big person for a second. For a second, yeah. Yeah. I wait. So I see that, right? So yeah, you can see that one of the goblins has a small girl I, held I shout, in front of them with okay. a knife to her There's, throat. I say, I shout, "Give her to me!" Give me the girl. Uh, the girl cries out, help! Yeah, so I, I like hold the bow and aim it straight toward him and I say, give me the girl and I will leave in peace. You guys seem to have a Mexican standoff going here. Mm -hmm. They've got the girl, they don't want to yeah. give her up. Ooh, okay. He doesn't want to give up the girl? Well, he doesn't look like he's giving up the girl. Hmm. Be a shame if she died here, but I'm not going to disarm myself for goblins. Um, I, I Ferris tries like pointing to the girl a little bit, right? Like he he unknocks the arrow for a second. He like points to her with and, his like, with your hand. Yeah, like I point at her and I like point specifically at the girl, hmm? and I shout uh, to like bring her forward, and then I go back to like knocking an arrow. Hmm. No, it seems to have no. Uh, bearing on the goblin the the one with the girl he's got a, a shield and a short sword unlike the others okay. you've seen and he if, if jabbers not... something to the one with the spear who i was i was gonna forward. say like if he doesn't if he doesn't uh move with it i'm gonna fire the shot at the guy and retreat back down the hall okay make your shot all right d20 plus two 11 should be a hit that is a hit for one damage uh this goblin also has one hp <laughs> Uh, he dies on the spot, leaving you with the shielded and, and sworded I, goblin. Yeah. So and I, I like point to this guy again, and I like point to the girl specifically, and like motion to bring her forward. Um, give me a charisma check. All right. How intimidating is your presence right now? <laughs> Not at all. In fact, 
The goblin is so not intimidated by you. He just tosses the girl to the side and All right. charges I was going to say, I was going to pull out my saber at that point and retreat back down the hall. So no, no. He, he, does, he just throws the girl to the side yeah. and runs at you with sword and shield in hand. Uh, give All me right. an initiative roll. <laughs> uh, he goes at seven. Eight, I'm sorry. Uh, he goes before me. Oh, no, no, so you, we go at the same time. Yeah. The, the goblin... I roll an 18, which should be a crit. Um, This goblin has actually... 13, 14, That's still a 13, 14 oh, okay. AC. Yeah, so it's not, not a crit. crit, but it Damn. is a hit. He takes seven damage from that. Ooh, oh, almost actually, no, enough. he has an AC penalty of one from the charge. So uh, that would make it a crit. I suppose so, yes. All right. Yes. So he takes nine in total, actually. Oh, so close. <laughs> uh, the goblin survives, but has a, a look of, oh my God, what the fuck just happened as your sword penetrates his body. Mm -hmm. uh, his sword comes down on you with an 18 to hit. That's a hit. Um, and hits you for five. That knocks me down. I'm right on zero. You're right on zero? Right on zero. All right. I think uh, the, the I was world... I hoping for the lower damage roll. The world fades to black for Ferris. All right. Um, and you just go unconscious. You have these kind of vague awakenings. Kind of your eyes flitter open for a moment, but it's dark mm -hmm. and you're having trouble seeing. You can feel that your your wounds are bound. There's something wrapped tightly around you, mm -hmm. and there's some noises, some loud yelling from somewhere in the cave, but you're not really able to to piece it together. Okay. It just kind of comes and, and goes for a moment. Uh, and you you lose consciousness again. Mm -hmm. um, uh, how do we uh... so what does what does Ferris uh, dream of for lack of a better term while you're mm. unconscious uh, um, you know what, what are the your dying thoughts like, or whatever yeah I think he probably dreams of like uh, epic battles and things like that like he he dreams of just um like he it was an exhilarating experience going through these fights and like hacking through these goblins and like the bandit back on the bridge and he probably dreams of like warfare and battles like being on that you know the knife edge of death as he like fights other people in a uh, in very mm -hmm. close quarters melees mm -hmm. so eventually your your dreams end mm -hmm. and you wake up uh you are surrounded by heavy things Okay. Um, you can feel the weight of things pressing down on top of you. Bodies? Yeah. As you start to kind of come to and really hold your surroundings, you realize that you are at the bottom of a stack of goblin bodies. And the thing that woke you up was the taste of goblin blood dripping, like, into Ugh. your nose. Ugh, so... Not, not just, like, in your mouth, but it's, like, permeating your, right. your entire sense of smell. Uh, so is that guy who downed me... Uh, in this body pile. You're going to have to dig your way out first. Yeah, so I, I dig my way out first thing I can. It's a, a pain in the ass. Give me a strength check to see if you can manage it quickly or if it becomes a struggle. Yeah. I, okay. I do it fine. Yeah, yeah. So it's a bit of a pain, but you, you get yourself out of the uh, clump of goblin bodies. Mm -hmm. Sure enough, right. the one with the armor and the shield is there. The sword is missing. 
Okay. But the, the body is there. I, I look around frantically for my saber. You don't see it. Okay, I start, like, digging through these bodies and see if I can find, like, a saber piled in with it all. Not there. And, like, if I don't see it there, I, like, start moving around this cavern a little bit, trying to find it. I look for the girl, see if I can find anything. Uh, go ahead and take your movements. Yeah, I'm, like, looking around frantically trying to find my saber in this place. He just, like, keeps running through this thing. Not really not really taking any heed as a normal dungeoneer would. He just, like, looks as much as he can for a saber. This is some sort of weird room back here. There's, like, a table and a, de mm -hmm. a chair. There's a bed. There's even a chest and a bookcase back in this little right. corner. He, uh, he doesn't even pay that much attention. He, like flips the table over like hoping that there's like a saber underneath Definitely he like not. tries to wrench this chest open it opens and, like, easily see. there is mm -hmm. nothing left in it all right yeah. so he like runs back down the hall going as quick as he can without like bumping into things he looks down here dead end down here's a dead end there are corpses old corpses yeah. there blood stains bodies and of no saber god knows what no saber. All right, so he starts to run back. No child. Yeah, and we, I mean, if if there's a point where I need to get stopped for something, I'm going to, like, I, I basically just want to go down, like, every nook and cranny of this place looking for that Why saber. Why don't you just give me a perception check? We'll sure. sort it out that way. That's a pass. All right. You scour the goblin cave, and there is no sign of your saber. All right. I, I start piecing things together and think that maybe somebody came and finished my work and looted my, uh, thought I was dead and looted my stuff. So I, I head back out this cave and I just, I run out as fast as I can. The corpse of the spider is still there. Mm -hmm. And I just keep on going. Okay. And I want to head out and like, do I see anybody immediately outside the cave? You don't. Um, additionally, the bodies of the goblins that were out here are gone now. Mm -hmm. um, you are having a hard time. You're at like one HP, right? You you, right. you must have been unconscious for at least twelve hours or so because you're you're okay. back to able to move, but it's painful movement, you know. Yeah, you're... I think, yeah, Ferris is having a hard time, but he like shrugs all that off, and he's like just f mind fully focused on finding a sword, and he okay. just like starts running through the wilderness, and he's gonna check that that tent with the bandits. Um, sure, you can go ahead and skip all the yeah. way down to the tent with the bandits. And then uh, he's going to like peer inside and see if there's a saber in there. Uh, sitting around in the tent are three guys. All right. We should probably stop and I, the like Ferris just pokes his head into the flap and like sees the three people and says, A saber! Do any of you have a saber? They look at you like you're a crazy person. One of them says, Whoa there, buddy! What's going on? Are you uh, here for some games of chance? He says, shaking a cup Did of any of you dice in it. I don't have time for that. Were any of you in that cave up to the north just now? They exchange glances. Why don't you just take a break off? You got some money? None. Did any of you take a saber? And I, I like look around this tent trying to find the saber. They shake their heads. There's no sabers here. Do I see anything as I look around? There are a few weapons. Uh, spears, mm -hmm. axes. But, but no saber. No saber. Right, Ferris, um, there are like, a lot of closes. there's a lot of things though. They've got like bedrolls and backpacks mm -hmm. and tables and furs. And a saber could be hidden anywhere, but there's none in plain sight. Okay, I, I don't think they really hid it, but maybe I like upend a thing or two, trying to like see if it was just like buried under something, mm -hmm. and then not seeing anything, I like run back out the tent and start heading for town. They call, they yell after you after you upend mm -hmm. a few things, uh, but don't chase you. You see, back at the bridge, there is another person on guard, mm -hmm. um, who looks at you and. Gives his head a bit of a scratch. I say, a saber! Do you have a saber? 
the gentleman half draws out a short sword from his side. Not a short sword, a saber, damn it. What is your problem? My saber. I was in the goblin cave to the north. My saber is gone. He shakes his head. None of my damn business. It. And he, he keeps on. Keep, he just like move, he just like starts to run past this guy. Okay. Um, you can make your way all the way back to town if you'd like. Yeah. And he uh, yeah. he runs into town. All right. It's and a I, bit I, of a ways. My uh, first thought is to run straight for Tyrone. Tyrone the Indestructible. <laughs> um, you don't get back to town until after dark, actually. Mm-hmm. Because uh, town's a, a few miles away from you. Yeah, uh, so when... I... Oh, go ahead. Uh, I guess in that case, I'll probably look for, like... There's a village elder, right? Like a mayor or something? Yeah. Uh, that, what was his name? Dingus. Dingus, Dingus the village right. elder. Uh, so I'm going to, like, go start banging on his door. Uh, all right. Well, before you get to his door, you can hear the sounds of... Sounds almost like a party happening. Mm-hmm. Um Uh, it definitely sounds like someone's throwing a party or something. You can hear people talking. You can hear the the sound of drinks being clanked together. There's mm-hmm. even some music playing. And so with that sound, I don't even bother knocking. I figure it's probably unlocked. And I just like walk inside. You walk into Dingus's house. It is the one of the larger houses in the village, which means it has three rooms to it instead of just one room. Uh, you can pretty quickly scour the place. It's not locked. Um, there are plenty of valuables lying around. I, mean, I don't take any valuables valuable. that aren't the saber, right? No, you don't um, see the saber. And I, I head into the party room, and I want to see who's all around. And if I see Tyrone, I want to see if he has, like, a weapon, my, my um, weapon strapped to him. You take a look about. The, the party's not in here. It must be coming mm. from outside, from further into the village. Okay. So I, uh, I run back, and I head. And I, I'm looking for where all the people are. I want to find... Sure. Uh, somebody to talk to you you managed to limp into the center of town uh the same place where jonathan and margaret were having their announcement that their child was taken Mm -hmm. Uh, and sure enough there is little phoebe seated between jonathan and margaret on one side of the table with tyrone standing right next to them Uh, he's got your saber in one hand and the Mm -hmm. goblin short sword in another and he seems to be reenacting some sort of battle scene all right you can hear Ferris, him loudly like, limps up as he's like reenacting the scene and like reaches to grab his weapon from tyrone's hand yeah. so as you're limping towards him tyrone's like all right so there were seven of them right they're all around me i have you know the sword of that what's his name the, the semi-human from before who died just outside of the cave okay so and i take one that, big swap and then after he kinda, i interrupt and i say the sword of the semi-human that you will now be returning. Hey! Barney, how's it going? I thought you were dead. Left you for dead back in that cave. Not How the quite. hell did you survive? You know, it's those sort of weird non-human things that survive anything. It's like a cockroach. You stamp them out and they just keep coming back. I don't care for your words, fool. Give me my saber. This hunk of crap, he just tosses it towards you unceremoniously, letting it land at the dirt a few okay. feet away from you. And the anyway. scabbard that you've so gracefully hung around your waist. He rolls his eyes, 
ignores you and goes back to telling a story about how he slew all the okay. goblins in the cave so single-handedly. I'll pick up my saber, mm -hmm. and he's got, like, my scabbard strapped to his belt. Yeah. I'll just walk up and, like, jam the saber into his belt and, like, cut it off, and then just grab my scabbard and walk away with it. He ignores you and continues to you know, regale the town with how he saved the girl and all the, the monsters he fought and all the monsters he slew on the way. Um, you get some weird sidelong glances and some you know, head shakes of disapproval. And you get the feeling that Tyrone has been stealing credit for your victories. Mm -hmm. I think uh, I'll probably look for for uh, Margaret, and I say, what has he told people? The, uh, the looks, mom of Phoebe. Yeah, she looks back at you and goes, you're alive. Yes, narrowly. What, what has he been telling? She looks at you a little concerned. You, you say that like it's a... not the truth. Not entirely. If he claims to have killed a spider, that was my work. Well, Tyrone, the <sighs> hero of the village, rescued little Phoebe from the clutches of those damn dirty goblins. Mm -hmm. He said there were uh, a few of them outside, three, three or four, I believe. I, I don't quite remember. And, and he, he cut them down into pieces, cut off one of their heads, and then went further into the cave where he fought the goblin king, even, and his bodyguards. Uh, he said he took your sword after finding you, you know, left for dead near the front by the, the two or three goblin guards. And with a, a one sword in hand and a sword from another goblin, fought them all off, slaying them and, and rescuing poor little Phoebe. I think Ferris, like, waits for the end of the story and stops as if he's expecting even more to come out. And he just kind of, like, has a... <laughs> Uh, Tyrone was always headstrong, but I didn't know he was a boastful fool to top it off as he, like, turns back and shouts it at him. Tyrone completely ignores you. He's in the middle of reenacting the scene where he's holding the Goblin King's head while he's hacking it off of the Goblin King's body. Of course, the head would still attach to the body when you found it. Mm -hmm. um, and then he lifts little Phoebe up on his shoulders and kind of you know, parades her around... Uh, you know, kind of galloping like he's a horse around the, the village square while everyone cheers for him. Uh, and everyone more or less just ignores you. Mm -hmm. No one makes room for you at any of the tables. You're badly wounded, you know. You're yeah. on the brink of death. And uh, you yeah, find yourself Ferris... kind of excluded from the party. Yeah, I think he's gonna he's going to limp back home at this point and uh, start nursing to his wounds. As you limp back home, you see Helga, the oracle, standing off to the side, away from the party like everyone else, uh, like you. Mm -hmm. um, she sees you as you walk in her direction, uh, points a bony finger at you and said, Cursed! Cursed by the gods! I told you! I've been you. cursed from the day I was born, you bat! I'll hear none of your talk of gods! Cursed! And I think you limp back to your home. So, uh, we're going to be more or less wrapping up here for the today. Mm -hmm. um, but what is going through Ferris's head about all this shit? I mean, you 
clearly Tyrone came through. You you were bandaged up. Yeah. Your your wounds have been patched. Okay. Did so the bandages? Did they? Because did they have um? Like, do humans and goblins use the same materials? Do they look like something we'd have in the village, or do they look like goblin work? They are more crude. They look like clothing that has been torn. So it looks like goblin work. Yeah, it looks like the goblin patched you up after you fell. Okay. Um, in that case, I think Ferris just kind of like he's he's a little pissed. Like mostly, it was mostly being left for dead. Um, like being you know having the glory taken is one thing. Like he did he did fail in the end, and Tyrone did finish the job, even if he did steal some of his credit in the end. But I think yeah, I think the thing that was that one HP left, right? Yeah, I think what pisses him off more is like the whole being left for dead and uh, whole like he got back severely wounded and everyone just kind of ignored him and he had to go back and like stitch he had to like stitch a wound by himself and it hurt like a bitch and it took forever. Well, uh, that is our first solo adventure i think we're going to be doing these whenever we have a, a week that we can't meet we're going to go back and do an episode about the characters in their former life and kind of piece together who they are as people and hopefully make more sense of their characters i think uh, this has been a revealing episode about who ferris is from being rejected from society to eating people <laughs> um and I'm yet, still saying that's that's got to be canon for elves, right? That's just that's just elven society. That, as far as you are concerned, <laughs> between you and your mother, that is elven society. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> um, so why? I, I I have one pressing question for you. Mm-hmm. Why did Ferris go out of his way to rescue Phoebe when clearly none of the people in this village care about you and they barely tolerate you? Um, I think Ferris has a slightly softer spot in his heart for kids because they tend to not have the, uh, like he probably grew up with some racial prejudices as a kid, but a lot of the, uh, a lot of the other kids in the village probably didn't understand that mm-hmm. and were slightly less, uh, frustrating for him to deal with. Like he was mostly isolated, but he probably had frustrating experiences growing up and he probably had better experiences dealing with other kids who were kind of too young to understand that prejudice. Mm-hmm. So I think he probably had a soft spot in his heart for like trying to rescue, uh, trying to rescue one of the children who have been snatched. Is there anything else you would like to impart upon us? Any other knowledge or wisdom of Ferris that we should know? Uh, not really. I kind of just want to see what happens next when we, when we do another one of these. Yeah. I think we have a few more that we can do for mm -hmm. you before you leave the village. Yeah. So I, I didn't really know what was going to happen today. We, um, like we talked a little bit, like I gave Neil my backstory and we set up like, the premise for the session, but I didn't know what was actually going to happen. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty cool having like, I know sort of what Ferris becomes and we're kind of like doing these sessions as, cause it, it, you can always fuck something up by playing a prequel episode. Yeah. <laughs> RPGs will fall apart very quickly. Uh, but it's, it's fun to do that, that kind of thing. Like try and play the game in a way that builds it toward a conclusion that both you and the DM are working for. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, this has been good. I'm Mm -hmm. glad we got to take a look at Ferris and figure him out a little bit more. And we will see you guys next week for a full episode of Frozen Frontier, I think. Uh, Yeah, I think so. Sunday, right? Yeah, I think everybody is around next week. Yeah, you are getting your wisdom teeth out, though, right? Yes, I'm getting my wisdom teeth out on Thursday. And our game is Sunday. 
Uh, I think I was fine to talk at that point. Just don't try to blow on anything. That that hurt really badly. Julie, no. Yeah, I, I like blew on a cartridge or something, and it just like that was one of the most painful things ever. Yeah. Uh, but you should be fine in three days. Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. If not, <laughs> it'll be a weird session, but we'll, we'll make it happen. Nash uh, will have like the best accent. It'll be great. <laughs> oh, God. All right, guys, it's been lovely doing Frozen Frontier. We'll be back next week with more of it. Uh, This is the end of today's stream. So we'll see you on Tuesday for regular streaming and misclicks and Saturday for shenanigans and Sunday for Frozen Frontier. Yep. Uh, I'm not going to do a discussion thread, but I'll jump on Discord occasionally and we can. So if anyone has questions about it, they can ask there. Of course. All right. Bye bye, everybody. Bye.